Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike Brancatelli here, host of the Mikeadelic Podcast, and you're watching The System Is Down, Anti-News Live, the best anti-news news show in the history of anti-news news shows. Because honestly, what else are you going to do these days? You're going to turn on cable news, listen to a bunch of old gray-haired dinosaurs that talk like robots to try and make you brain dead and fall asleep? Hi, welcome to the news. Today, we're going to lie to you 24-7. Exactly. So, cut your cable, cut your cord, take your television, throw it out the window, go streaking down your neighborhood block and say, Anti-News Live is on. Stay tuned. that it but sounds like a revolution I don't know it does sound like a revolution I don't know I don't know if that's what's happening here we mean you no harm except for emotionally mostly it, emotionally mostly all the emotions <sighs> we hope they all I hurt. just want to say that's got to be the best promo for any podcast I've ever heard yeah, I know. I uh, I hit up a couple different people, um, asking them if they'd give us a little bit of filler that YouTube won't kick to the curb, and uh, told told them, you know, just say something like, uh, "Hi, this is so and so from whatever you're working on. Um, you're watching Anti News Live. That's it." And then he gave me all that, so that's pretty sweet. I was like, "Dude, that's freaking fantastic!" But yeah, you'll be seeing a couple other new stingers tonight as we slowly build our repertoire of. Things that we can use that YouTube does not have a problem with yet, but they the anti-newsiest anti-news of the anti-news. That's right. Of all anti-news. Yes, absolutely. Um, I did so- like uh, when he's talking about what else are you going to do? Listen to all the other stuff that's going to tell you a bunch of lies. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Well, welcome back, everyone, to. Uh, the anti news. It's Monday night. You know, you know what that means. Monday night is when we all get together for a nice, lovely, beautiful weather and sit indoors on our computers, talking to each other through text and uh, and Skype and data and data. Do you realize we are only communicating because of ones and zeros? It's the Matrix, one way or another. Uh, I got to actually thinking today. I want to get this in before you kick me off from bullshit um at 9-11 but um i got to thinking today uh about um i can't even remember what the whole thought process was as i was driving but i was thinking about something uh how i used to run out of data but now i have unlimited data on my phone then i got to thinking that they charge extra for you to have extra ones and zeros tacked on They, they charge it's like it's a well. The reason why I up to unlimited data is because I would get an overdraft fee of ones and zeros. Is is what the thought process went right. through my head. You're taking too so many I, of their ones and zeros. Yes. So this this imaginary concept of data, which is just yeses and nos. Yeah. I took too many of them, and they charged me extra. So now I would pay more for an unlimited amount of yeses and nos or ones and zeros. Right. Yeah, I've always thought that it's strange. Um, I mean, it's probably like, well, you paid your extra $50 a month, so now we're going to flip this switch that does absolutely nothing. It just means we stop charging you at a certain point. It doesn't make it go faster. It doesn't give you anything else. It just makes it so we don't complain as much. 
right. but to those who are new here, we've got quite a few people chiming in, uh, which is fantastic. If you're new here, if you're watching on Twitter or on Facebook or anywhere like that, head on over to, I know this seems sacrilegious, but head on over to YouTube and uh, you can chat on the little sidebar, not underneath, over in the sidebar, and we can see all those. And sometimes we'll respond to them if we're if we're having time and we're feeling salty. But um, yeah, this is the Anti-News where we drink some drinks and smoke some smokes and chat about everything that's supposedly happening in the world today. Um, if you're new, uh, there's a number down at the bottom that you can call into. This is a call-in show, just like the good old days, only instead of our basements. Well, I think, Craig, you're in your basement, right? I am in my basement. Nice. Just like a perfect conspiracy-minded beard neck. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm beard actually... Beard neck. I'm in my upstairs, but... Uh, you know, just just like the good old days of the call-in crazy radio conspiracy shows. Um, that's basically what we're doing here. And um, uh, around 9, 11 o'clock, we kick off the official show and kick out of this pre-show nonsense of just warming up our vocal cords. Um, but Craig, what are you drinking? What are you smoking? I am drinking coffee with half and half right now. That is all. You're boring. I have... Uh, an IPA on standby for me on once deck. the coffee's gone. In the batter's yep. cage. Exactly. I am smoking what I call the leftover blend. That is um, all the little small amounts that are too too few to smoke on their own in the bottom of the bags, <laughs> all mixed together to make one with, uh, super blend of its like own. some uh, lawn trimmings to fill in the gaps. That... Some sawdust, <laughs> coffee grounds. Yeah. Funny, funny thing is I have smoked all three of those out of a pipe before. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, I, I'm drinking my usual um, Dr. Pepper. It's flat this time with uh, vodka. If you would like to buy a 40% ABV, the system is down coffee mug, go to tsidpod.com forward slash shop. But who cares? Um, oh, I failed to mention. I failed to mention this smaller version of a Gandalf pipe. Uh-huh. This was handcrafted by myself so that's impressive this is special this is a special pipe for me that's impressive smoking what what your own two hands made mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very classy very nice um all right guys i see you commenting in the comments section that's fantastic uh we'll get into a couple of them later probably but we've got a whole bunch of news to cover tonight so we might have to burn through quite a bit but you're uh you're gonna be getting your money's worth so stick around we're gonna kick off the 9-11 dance party here in about 10 seconds, and then we're going to jump into the official show. So prepare yourselves for that. Let's do this. All I ask is, if we it's have over to already. give these bastards our lives, we give them hell before we do The tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live. One black 
talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing. But ask the congressman to withdraw that comment and tell us that he really mean that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. that certain people be put to death. Thieves were possessing weapons of mass destruction. 9 11 attacks were carried out by Al Qaeda. I remember that with We are still here! We have to say yes to You ain't in it. Oh man. Oh man. I don't know about you. That music gets me pumped. Which one? The 9/11 dance party music or the <laughs> Well, obviously the uh, dance party music, but gets me that, all jazzed uh, up. In- the intro music there, the intro video gets me super pumped. Yeah, our uh I'm I feel like I might eventually have to change the dance party music because the guy who agreed to let me use his music, I'm not sure if he knew that he was agreeing to let his music be used for the 9-11 dance party every Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You, you don't think that we're um, doing his music justice? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if ever... I mean, the amount of people that would be totally fine with their music being used exclusively for a 9-11 dance party on a conspiracy show. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway. I mean, I can, uh, can we, like, name off a few bands that would be okay with that? If I bet you, you Corey, like Feldman, our time Corey to... <laughs> Feldman's band would be okay with that. Probably. Probably. Maybe Rage Against the Machine if they got red-pilled on the, oh, on yeah. the topic. Yeah, uh, I would definitely think so. Um, all right, so uh, let's jump into some news. Like I said, we've got a million things to cover tonight. Trenton Campbell says, hi, Dad. Dad? Hmm. I thought he meant hi, Dan. The first time I read it, it said hi, Dan, but it, it there, says hi, Dad. I mean, is there something that you want to discuss with us, considering Trenton's our cousin? Nope. And you're you're his dad? Nope. Welcome to Illinois. Uh, Nick Tucker says, <laughs> if you want to use a metalcore song, my band would be cool with it. Absolutely, Nick Tucker. Uh, we're open to anything. Uh, we are always taking submissions for songs. If you want it to be used, you can send it to dan at tsidpod.com. So go send me that. We'll check it out and we might use it sometime. But yeah, cool, cool, cool. So let's jump into some real news. Um... I'll kick it. How many stories do you have? Because I've got way too many, so I should probably. Kick I always it off. have. I always have a collective, and then I just pick and choose as the night progresses, as and feel it out as we go. Because then whatever ones we don't use, I use in the after party. So. Gotcha. Um, well, I think we both just, had the same just first go. first story anyway. So uh, you had Beyonce's witchcraftery, yes. right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. Well, I will start this then. Uh, Beyonce's ex-husband. Er, Okay. 
Beyonce's starting ex- off great. <laughs> Beyonce's ex-band member accuses singer of reported quote extreme witchcraft end quote. Beyonce has found herself in some brouhaha, which is a word that a reporter used uh, from Fox News, no less. Um, brouhaha. You're definitely making yourself sound like old white people. But uh, Beyonce's former drummer Kimberly Thompson. It's like it's like stuff. It's like the guy. Remember that guy that was uh, trying to explain the Q phenomenon? That was like that. They're considered drops, right. just like some old guy trying to right. use hip terminology. Like kids say drops. Th- those drops were totally fire, brah. Uh, Beyonce has found herself in some wacky shenanigans. Uh, Beyonce's former drummer, Kimberly Thompson, requested a restraining order against her because she claimed the singer practices, quote, extreme witchcraft, the blast reported. Uh, I'm the extreme witchcraft. What? What? I said, unlike the the not extreme witchcraft, right? Not just your run of the mill witchcraft, just the extreme kind, which uh, apparently like her dog or her cat died or something. Uh, I'll, yeah, I keep going. I'm sure it's in here. Keep going. It's in there. According to the lawsuit, Beyonce has allegedly been using her magic to run surveillance and control Thompson's fiancés. Fiancés, plural. Okay, or no finances. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just start over? Maybe you should take this one. Uh, Thompson also claimed that the, quote, lemonade singer started a campaign of harassment against her, which includes dark magic and magic spells of sexual molestation. She also alleged Bay murdered her kitten. A judge denied Thompson's request for a restraining order. Neither Beyonce is the rep. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. So her kitten died. It says, uh, it says she also alleged bay murdered her kitten does that mean with witchcraft or that's what i was wondering did she strangle her kitten or did she use her witchcraft because those are two completely different accusations sexual witchcraft also there here's your dead kitten and she broke my cat's neck (laughs) like that's a different thing that's a little less uh less arguable um so what's your take on this do you buy it well i actually read the story sitting around the office um the day that I sent it to you, I think, or we just kind of talked about it on Facebook, I read it to a couple people, and they're like, oh, haha, that's funny. Who is this crazy person? I was like, I would feel the same way, except it's Beyonce. And they're like, what does that mean? I was like, that doesn't surprise me at all with Beyonce. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like... I was like, she's already has so much like cultic uh, rumors and Illuminati rumors uh, surrounding her. I was like, oh, it, I, I want to put it past her. I was like, and her husband's pretty much like the king of the Illuminati. So, um, yeah, I, I, I could see it. And they're like, oh, I never thought that about Beyonce. I was like, man, you gotta, you gotta to. open your eyes. Nobody ever seems to, like for some reason everybody sees Beyonce as this very milk toast, like simple, just pop star. It's like, look at the circle she runs in, like Jay-Z's history and uh, some of the symbolism, especially in like Super Bowl halftime shows and shit like that. It's like, um, if you notice any of that stuff, this story is suddenly like, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Like, I wasn't that surprised. I was surprised that anybody was reporting on it. Uh, But I reached out to uh, the girl who uh, claimed it, whose name I don't remember, Kim something, I believe. Can't remember her name. But I reached out to her and said, hey. I do believe you. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking that this is just a clickbait, funny story, but I find it pretty believable, and I wouldn't be that surprised if some of this brouhaha was happening. 
<laughs> right. The, her crazy shenanigans that she's involved in. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me see if I had the same exact. I must have closed it because you had it, so never mind. Oh, nope, here it is. Let me see if I had the same story as you. Was yours from The Blast? Mine was Fox News. The Blast is the original. Oh, okay. All right, so woman. Yeah. Mine doesn't say brouhaha, so <laughs> it might be a little more legitimate. With a name like The Blast, they've got to be super, like, edgy right. and, like, current. Um, Thompson believes Beyonce has been tapping her, is taping her phones or tapping her phones? It says taping her phones and controlling her finances. I think you <laughs> said that. They're doing just as well as I am tonight. Right. Uh, which either one, I guess, makes sense in that. So, um... Yeah, fiancés does not make sense. She also posted a YouTube video recently talking about mean people and appears to be disheveled and erratic. Yeah, this is the the part that gets me the most is that Here they're making this per- they're really pushing this girl to be crazy. Yeah, you're gonna like they're pushing her off every as- drunken Twitter or anything like every, every drunken tweet or every video posted. They're gonna scrutinize the hell out of it to make her look insane. Maybe right, she is. Only- I don't know. Maybe she's taking a Scott Stapp turn and she's a little off her rocker. And just grasping for attention. I mean, we're conspiracy people. I'm I'm talking the drummer. I'm talking the drummer. Like, it's possible that she could just be stretching for attention here. For I mean, if the witch uh, accusations are true, then this has been going on for probably a long time, and nobody else has said anything. Well, I'm not saying she's not true, but I could believe that she might just be stretching here after she read some conspiracy stuff or something. Okay, just imagine how close, like bandmates get with even like beyonce's bandmates i mean they might not have the um bonding that like a full-time band would have with each other but still they see all sides of uh the performer and the bandmates and stuff so don't see a a ton of her but they at least know her well enough like they've done practices and stuff together mm -hmm. probably in a very professional you come in you play your part you get out type of manner but Right, but she's seen more than we've seen. Oh, for sure. And we've seen some creepy shit that we consider to be weird. So if if there is some weird stuff going on, this girl's probably seen some shit. And for them to just, if she got fired, say she was fired on bad terms, doesn't surprise me she'd come out and be like, this woman is crazy and she's a witch. Right. right, right Wouldn't right. surprise me at all. But yeah, like you said, they're, they're going to start looking for ways to make her look crazy, even if She's not, but the only scrutiny they have so far is she also posted a video on YouTube talking about mean people and appears disheveled and erratic. Uh-huh. Isn't that everybody on YouTube? Right. Doesn't <laughs> don't we appear to be disheveled and erratic right Hold now? Hold on. I'm not gonna even bother. To, uh, you're disheveled now. Be erratic. Ah. Talk about mean people. I'm disheveled and erratic. Beyonce's a witch. <laughs> mean people. You forgot mean people. Oh, and all the bullies. Mean people. I forgot to mention uh, the word of the day t- for for this episode um, is penis. Just so you know, I don't know why this was not intentional, but a whole lot of my stories involve penises. Not this one. Okay, but stay tuned. Now, rewind and do it like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> well, the word of the day is penises. <laughs> my kid's <laughs> sleeping in the next room, so I don't want to be too uh, flamboyant here. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd go all out. Um, <laughs> Dad, why did you say? <laughs> you said the magic word. <laughs> All right. Um, I for I also forgot to uh, 
I usually bring up the uh, the current uh, entertainment news, which has just been about Eminem for the last couple of weeks. I usually bring that up in the pre-show because it doesn't really warrant the official show notice, but uh, we didn't get to it. So I'm going to cover that real quick right now, too. There's not a ton here. But uh, did you hear like the latest that's going on with this? Are you following this at all? For which which story? The Eminem and MGK thing. No, I just get my updates from you. All right, that's fine. I'm sure a lot of people do, which is great. Which means that I have purpose in life. But um, <laughs> your only purpose in life. Uh, we we I think we touched on speculation about whether or not this was like planned for. Uh, both of these guys right. are on the same record label. So it's beneficial to the record label for these guys to be feuding. It's beneficial to each one of them, and both of them, for them to be feuding. Because Eminem kind of plateaued for a while in the last few albums. MGK has been plateaued for most of his career. And this has just bumped both of them up. Uh, right. This week, after... Uh, well, Eminem... Just, just to recap real quick. Eminem, on his latest album, called out MGK. Um, MGK, four days later, wrote back a diss track uh, called something called rap devil and then eminem wrote back a diss track uh maybe a week or a week and a half later called kill shot all very good stuff uh mm-hmm. made me hyped for all of it but uh mgk just now releases what he's calling an ep even though it's nine songs but he released a new album on itunes um called binge i think that's what it's called binge and um the whole thing is complete and utter garbage um, really? Yes. I, I I haven't given it a huge listen, but just skimming through. I mean, I did exactly what everybody else did. That's going to skyrocket his numbers on this album. I cycled through to see if he had any call outs to Eminem, <laughs> like any more tracks. Because in an interview about Eminem's response, MGK said something like, "Man, I, I had a track all written, ready to go, and ready to respond." And he was like, "I had the gun out like this, and then I heard that track. I just put it away because I was like." Man, this album's coming out, this EP is going to drop, and I'll just save it for that. But then there's not a single mention of Eminem other than Rap Devil on the album. And uh, in the interview, he's like, yeah, Eminem called me a mumble rapper and this and that. The dude, the dude's just so old, he doesn't know what's going on, he doesn't even know what mumble rap is. Dude mumbles a shit ton on this album. Like, I was going to say, did he mumble that line when he uh, said it? <laughs> Well, in that interview, he said things like, yeah, Eminem stutters and blah, blah, blah. Like he made fun of Eminem for stuttering. And then some guy uh, took the whole interview and took every single time MGK stuttered in every comment and put it in a row. I don't know. The whole thing's entertaining. It could be very much a setup like a WWE, WWF type dealio where it's like, we're against each other, but we're both benefiting. Um, That's totally possible. I don't really care. And if they're giving me entertaining content, that's all I care about for the most part. But him releasing this album so soon after and it not having anything to do with that makes me think that it's not like rapper collusion, because otherwise you would think he would have something way more solid to put out there. Like if he's going to it just feels like he dropped this immediately because he's just like, you know what? I've got this little glimmer of fame for a second. Let me uh, let me put this out and see how well it does. Did you hear any of that while you had your headphones off? Yeah, I got them loud enough I could hear. They were twisted up and bothering me. Gotcha. Um, at least I muted the mic before I did that. But mm-hmm. and you remember to turn um, it back on for the first time ever. I I almost forgot, but <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say I, I think 
Like, do you think he had this album in the works already, or do you think he overly rushed it as a response to all this? Like, it's hard to say. Like, I, I've I could go both ways, and I've heard uh, reasoning for both. Like, he said that he's been working on it for like six months now, and it had nothing to do with all this. It was planned to come out. Blah blah blah. But even even if he's been working on it six months, that doesn't necessarily mean he didn't rush to release it. Right. Like, get it thrown together and. Right. Um, skip some like cut some corners and stuff to to get it released now now that his hype is up this would be yeah. what some people would think would be the prime time to release it because his hype is all up yeah it's so, definitely not by accident that it was released now whether or not it was planned to be released now i'm guessing it probably wasn't planned to be released now i'm guessing it had nothing to do with this feud he didn't like write the whole thing last minute i've heard some people be like oh he wrote it in the last two weeks just so we could have something to put out he if he was going to do that it would definitely like what's on his mind? He would definitely have said something about Eminem in the album, right? Um, right. So I, I think it was like in the works, in the works, in the works, and he's like, "I've got some fame for a second. Let's drop this thing," as the kids say, and see what happens. And it, it, I've not heard anybody say anything his, kind about it. So his producers were probably like, "Dude, we haven't even like mastered this yet. <laughs> I don't care. My hype's up. We got to release it now." He's not um, wrong. I would have done the same. I'd be like, screw it. I'll make a, other albums. Put this one out right now. <laughs> we have four songs to finish yet. Well, you better finish them today. Well, it's a nine-song EP, so we could have cut those four songs out if that were the case. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, um, That is kind of excessive to be considered an EP. But right. then you can throw an EP on there. And so if it does kind of suck or it's kind of raw, you could be like, dude, it was an EP. Wait yeah. till the, the LP releases. So... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Also, on that story, um, I forgot to mention last week in MG, or no, in Eminem's kill shot response, he said something about uh, Diddy is like P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever his name is. He goes right. by Diddy now. Um, <laughs> he, uh, Sean Combs. He's like kind of the overseer of MGK. Um, mm -hmm. And Eminem took a shot at him and said something to the effect of. The next time you get a hit will be the day that Diddy admits that he had something or something to do with getting pot killed or something like that. I totally forgot to bring that up. That's pretty big that he just he called him out and then at the end he says, "I'm just kidding, Diddy. You know I love you" or something like that. But the fact that you yeah, just threw because it in the... you say with all due, due respect doesn't mean you can say whatever you want. <laughs> well, he's done that on many other songs before, like White America. He blasts America the whole time, then he says, just kidding, America, you know, I love you. So it's kind of his thing to, like, bash on, tear somebody apart, and then... That makes everything okay if you say, I'm then, kidding! Well, it, it's kind of like an out-the-side-of-your-mouth uh, apology type thing. Like, don't really mean it. Uh, you, whatever. But, um, yeah, Diddy responded in an interview. He doesn't really make music of his own anymore, so he responded in, in an interview, and he's like... He said something to the effect of, don't worry, I'm going to take care of it. Like, what does that mean? Mm. The guy who's yeah, he doesn't... being accused of getting pot killed is saying, I'll take care of it. And he's not talking about a, a, a diss track. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Sean Combs releasing, like, stooping to the level to release a diss track anytime soon on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't put out an album in how many years? So you think he's going to be like... Right. Look, I'm gonna respond to Eminem's diss. Um, <laughs> right. It's like, just wait. I, I've got, I've got people. Yep. So that that's it for that. Um, I, I don't really care to dig too much. I more would into like that. to see Eminem and MGK literally on WWE fighting it or out, or literally <laughs> like rap battle face to face, like the good no, old days. WWE would be way better. Um, like, while rap battling. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, uh, let's move on. We'll let you get into your first. And before we do that, reminder, call in 309-716-3818. And, uh, yeah, when you do, we'll kick Craig out of here and get your question because you're more important than Craig. So feel free to call in at any point in time and comment on the sidebar on YouTube in the chat section. Craig, what you got? Uh, I've got a few. None of them really tie in, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to do the roulette game and pick one. Um, <clears throat> this one is about top, top celebrity, former talk show host. Top, top celebrity? Comedian. High A-list celebrity, <laughs> talk show host, comedian, comedian, whatever they call female comedians. Um, I think they're called comedianettes. Comedianettes. Comedettes. Um, gay rights activist. Political commentary. Rosie O'Donnell. Mm, I haven't heard from her calls, in a while. I know. She's trying to jump back in the limelight with all the rest of the people that think that they only need Rosie to O'Donnell. stay there. Only Rosie O'Donnell. Only. Rosie she's she's the best. The best lesbian ever. Um, Rosie O'Donnell calls out senior or calls on senior. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen is awesome, by the way. Go on. Go on. Go on. You can't even compare. I think didn't Ellen start on Rosie? Possibly. I have no idea. Anyway, Rosie O'Donnell calls on senior GOP politicians to retire and says, we don't let the 85-year-olds carve the turkey. Rosie O'Donnell took to Twitter to mock the age of prominent Republicans, unlike the age of prominent Democrats uh-huh. out there. How old is Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg? Like a million? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Collectively, or Hillary Clinton? I think— if if you added up like the top ten uh, senators on either side, you'd probably like date back to the time of Jesus if you added all their dates up together. <laughs> Says Rosie O'Donnell took to Twitter to mock the age of prominent Republicans, calling on Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley and Senator Orrin Hatch, Republican from Utah, to retire despite lefty leaders being the same age. This is Fox News, so it's going to be very right but biased by the way yeah grassley and hatch too old they should be done come on at thanksgiving we don't let 85 year olds carve the turkey no but we allow them to show up and talk right (laughs) and um if the uh, 85 year old is insist on carving the turkey there's a good chance i'm gonna let him carve the turkey because i'm not gonna step in front of an old an 85 year old man with a carving knife (laughs) right Ben Ben Panji, I think is how his name is pronounced. I have said it many times on the show and never know if I'm right. But Ben says hey, uh, she may hey. be old, but when she takes out those or when she takes those dentures out, dot dot dot. <laughs> ben, call in and let us know what happened. Uh, let us know the backstory and let me know how to pronounce your name at three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight. All right, Craig, continue. Let's take a poll. Is it Panji or Pangy? I'm going with Pangy. <laughs> yes, this is. This is a democracy. We all get to choose how your name is pronounced, Ben. And is it Ben or is it Bean? Who knows? <laughs> Hatch, the Senate president pro tempore and third in presidential line of succession behind Vice President Mike Pence and House Speaker Paul Ryan. I don't care. And Grassley are two of the GOP's most prominent members. Both, including O'Donnell, are currently upset that many Republicans continue to support Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh amid sexual allegations. Or sexual harassment allegations. Grassley is 85. Hatch is 84. 
but several prominent Democrats are in the same age range. This is a big nothing sandwich after that. But it does go on to say that Dianne Feinstein is 85. Uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who you were talking about, is 85. Maxine Waters, who is always, always in the new yeah. limelight for a Democrat side, is 80. Nancy Pelosi is 78. And Bernie Sanders is a spry 77 years old. It's a old, spry... That's what it says. Uh, <laughs> spry 77. Bernie Sanders is a spry 15 to 20 years away from death. It says 2014 poll showed the average retirement age is 62. O'Donnell is 56, has a decades old feud with Trump and has been an outspoken critic of the administration. Some of her followers were offended by her call for the older Republicans to retire. So she is merely six years to retirement age herself. Um, and she's, equally as washed up in her career as they are in their careers because she hasn't done anything that I, I'm aware of for us 10 years that is worth noting. So no for her to uh, call on these – call on the I mean her in comedian age is probably like 105 because – Oh, yeah. But by her point – by, by her stage in life, if you're not somebody like – George Carlin or somebody that's like mm -hmm. timeless and has a thing like uh, how many Rosie O'Donnell stand up shows have you seen ever in your life? <laughs> like, how is she still a thing? She's not acting. She's not uh, as far as I know, she doesn't have a show and she's not doing stand up comedy to my knowledge. What is she doing other than saying, hey, remember me? I also don't like Trump. I want to say she may have been on The View for a while yeah, she was because during the I think she was she during the, the during the Trump thing she like got in the spats back and forth and they ended up letting her go I think because she just was that was the just thing a, uh, where Trump said they were like you've called women fat and ugly and blah 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 just Rosie O'Donnell maybe was she still on during that <laughs> that point? sounds about right I think that's what it was and then they had a twiddle a Twitter battle twiddle. back and forth <laughs> twiddle a twiddle, a twiddle batter. Batter. <laughs> back and forth. And um, she, at not long after, ended up uh, uh, leaving. I don't know if it's because of that or not, but she was way too, way more even um, outspoken than right. Whoopi and Joy and the rest of the hags that still make up that show. Which those women on that show that she participated in, they've got to be pushing close to that same age. Yeah, <laughs> they've yeah, yeah. got to be in their like, I don't know what Whoopi is, but she's got to be late 60s, I would think. They're all washed up. Like, we have nothing yeah. better to do than literally our, their job, their occupation is professional old bitty. Like, just – why don't we get, like, four to five elderly women together and see what they think about the world? Who cares what they think about the not, world? Not just elderly women. But elderly women that have no concept of the real world right. and haven't dealt with the real world in at least 55 years themselves. And so How many let, middle class see. people do you think are on that panel there? <laughs> right. The closest <laughs> one was um, the Republican uh, Candace Cameron. I would think she would be the closest to middle class because there's – yeah, she probably made a buck or two in um, Full House. But what has she done since then besides The View? Who was she in and Full House? She was a DJ, the oldest oh, daughter. Weird. Um, yeah, and that's uh, our very own favorite Kurt Cameron's sister, by the way. I don't oh, know if you realize that. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
she's very a Republican conservative, and they had her on for here and there, and they just stomped all over her face yeah, all the did. time. Why would anybody even and, agree to go to do that show? Especially as even a moderate. Like, yeah. why would you, as a moderate, decide, yeah, I could be the voice of reason there. It's like, no, they're just going to smash you and sit on your face and um, just be hags. Right. I don't know. They're just like old lady hecklers and like gossip queens that sit sit around in their big floppy hats and like with their big know. floppy hats. Hats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You just think of the old lady old lady gossips that just sit around and just do exactly that. Right. That's what you get the the view panel is. Right. That show is literally like the group of old biddies who go to like uh the diner at like six o'clock in the morning just so they can gossip about the locals but they're bigger so they gossip about the uh the locals as in everybody in the united states but thought right. and conduct just chimed in and said uh just finished the show i'm assuming his show not our show but he said uh do you guys think uh the reason we are seeing so much media propaganda on brett kavanaugh is because he could possibly be the key to lock away the deep state saboteurs um i don't personally and this kind of segues into i mean we have to talk about the kavanaugh thing there's not a ton to say about it but uh i don't necessarily think that's the case i think the fact that he's a republican is all it takes these days like that's right. all you need to have somebody say you're a rapist get a, you know you're a homophobe a pedophile you're you're this you're that whatever that's all it takes not saying that he's any of those things but for those that don't know, uh, Craig, you're familiar with the Kavanaugh story, the latest mm -hmm. in the news, correct? Yes. Um, do you want to read it, or do you want to just break it down? Because it's pretty, well, pretty simple. Well, I don't have a story in front of me. I do have some rela a related story that I want to touch on involving it here in a second. But okay. uh, to break it down, basically, um, what, six months ago now, four or six months ago, um, Justice, was it Kennedy that resigned? Yeah. Justice Kennedy resigned, and it was a big ordeal because um, this is going to be Donald Trump's second, I think, uh, Supreme Court Justice pick so. nominee, and that would basically uh, secure because how the Supreme Court works. For those who may not know, I'm not trying to make people like belittle people, but for people who don't know, they're not elected, they're appointed, and then they just stay in as long as they want indefinitely until they either die or retire, which usually the former happens, not the latter, unless... <clears throat> that whole system is, in my opinion, totally screwed up. Like, I, I they're, agree. They're appointed and they get to stay until they want to leave. Uh, uh, and like I, mean, I said, I'm the only time they arguments, but makes no sense. The only time they actually resign... From what I understand, is if they like are medically incapable of fulfilling their duties, or if it's a big political scheme, so that uh, you can like say the person's on your side, the president is on your your side of the fence, and you know your time is getting close within the next five or six years anyway that you're going to be stepping down. Why not resign now so your guy can put in who he wants? Versus waiting till you die and taking the risk of uh, the next guy being a Democrat or somebody that doesn't stand for the same things that you stand for. So um, I think the whole Kennedy thing stepping down was was definitely 
um, intentional. Obviously, it was intentional, but it, it was definitely timed intentionally. Um, he stepped down conveniently far enough before the midterm elections that um, we have a, a Republican Senate right now. And um, there's the possibility that that could flip here in a couple weeks in, in November. And so uh, the because the Senate has to do the confirmation hearings and approve of the nomination. So he stepped down far enough back that it wouldn't cross over into that uh, election time. But lo and behold, just as they're about to appoint this guy, just as, well, first of all, initially, as soon as the day that Donald Trump was going to announce his, and we talked about this on here, um, the day he was going to announce his pick, um, they were already protesting before they even knew who the pick was. They had multiple signs boxed up that and we Just posted pictures of it no they had each name they had talking points for each person that they thought <laughs> okay. might be it and they had uh boycott so and so boycott they had a different sign for each person well, for so that one, way when I'm, they uh, that was for the last one for this one i'm pretty sure i've seen things i could be wrong but i think there's things circulating where like news articles where they have uh the article all written up but then they just have the name like asterisk yeah, it was the same one it was the, the news articles were that way, and they forgot to change the asterisks in it. But um, the people outside protesting had, like, multiple different signs just in case, and they were getting ready to protest regardless of who it was. And I don't even know if they had – if uh, Kavanaugh was even on the list, if they had his sign or not. But either way, they, they were ready for it, and they were going to protest regardless of who it was. Yeah. And so that brings us to, what, a couple weeks ago now? <clears throat> right before they were – just virtually on the verge of confirming him the last week and a half isn't it because it was like just unfolding right before last week's episode and we didn't get to yeah it's very shortly ago um just before like they were they were yes shortly ago it's a specific (laughs) measure of time right just before longly ago uh 20 years from now when disney has made 150 new star wars movies it'll open with shortly ago in a galaxy distant from here (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, right before they were getting ready to confirm, um, this woman, this doctor, I can't think of her name. What's her name? Um, doctor, doctor. Bitch face. <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Christine Blasey Ford. Um, she's a professor, a college professor and a doctor of sorts. I don't know what she is, but. My like Dr. Seuss is a doctor. Exactly. And Just Dr. Makes things up. Doctor. <laughs> anyway, she came out and uh, declared that Brett Kavanaugh uh, sexually assaulted her at a party back in the 80s in college during when he would have been like 17, I think they said. And um, funny story is the funny part is, well, there's multiple funny parts. I'm not saying it didn't happen, <laughs> but I'm going to say. It's pretty fishy because she can't remember when it happened. She can't remember where it happened, like where she was at the time. She remembers that she had a bikini on with a dress over it. So she thinks it was probably she thinks. at a country club pool party or How something of sorts. wasted were you? You don't right. remember what – she didn't remember what uh, – I'm pretty sure. I could be totally wrong. She doesn't even remember what remember year what it was. city it was in, what year it was, who else no. was there. Anything, but nothing. She I'm wants, not saying that she's a liar, but I'm saying 
Uh, as far as the court goes, which is what we take as law, she's a liar. <laughs> like and She's got nothing. Even if she's not a liar, she's got no leg to stand on. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Yet, without a leg, she is insisting that the FBI investigate into this before the confirmation hearings take place. Right. And this has been just a big ordeal in uh, Congress. They try to move forward with the things, and then you get a Democrat's like, well, we can't because we got all this information we got to read through, and, and you're rushing through this. You're just trying. We, we have the, these letters. We have this information. We got to keep going. We, we got to look into this. We got to. And I don't know if you've heard the tapes of this, the recordings of this. It is just a freaking circus. It is ridiculous. Uh, Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Chairman, we got to look into this. And he'd start to talk and he'd be like, Mr. So-and-so, I really think we got to, Mr. Like, just back and gonna forth. If you're going to come up with a story, I mean, how, I don't feel like it'd be that hard to fabricate this and get some people around you that can say that there were witnesses if you well, had to do that. But there was a person who's like, I remember, a classmate that's like, I remember hearing about this. I was... I don't know if she said she's at the party, but she was supposedly in the school. And then all these newsies jumped on it and started like giving her all this national attention and stuff. And oh, finally yeah. she pulls back and she's like, I'm not sure if this happened. I want people to stop interviewing me. All right. She just like completely backpedaled. I'm saying she's a liar. I didn't even know that. <laughs> like the yeah, one witness you had witness. backs down when she finally starts getting questioned but about it. Hundreds Hundreds of classmates are support are supporting her and signed a petition to support her. Like over two hundred classmates signed. There's her. a that ton of people mean... signing a petition for Kavanaugh too. Like the I was same gonna say, people. That not does people, not but... mean that they say that it happened. They're just saying they support it. Right. They support what she's doing. And in what um, way? In what way do you support it? Like uh, I think it was from. I like to quote people when I can, because these aren't all my original thoughts, but I think it was from uh, Louder with Crowder. He was like, you know, hash the hashtag me too movement is no longer a movement. It's a tool. Like it's this right. tool that we can use against people. We don't want him in there. We don't have to have any evidence at all. And just like Norm Macdonald got in trouble for saying, uh, like, at what point is it his word versus her word? And at what, like, whose word are you taking over the other? Because that's all this is. It's, it's not even like he he shouldn't even have to defend himself in this. If she can't give a single detail as to what happened, then why should he even have to defend himself? It's just her what part? shouting in the wind. And it's not like it's not just going to keep him out of the seat. It's going to destroy his whole life just because she insists this happened. And it what smells of, like a big payoff to me. What part of prove beyond a reasonable doubt is at play here. There you is have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you're far, not guilty in this situation. Right. There is far more evidence that it didn't happen than there is that did because there there's so much doubt and speculation to be had here because she has all she can say is he did this to me. He pinned me down on a bed. I don't even think it says he raped her necessarily, but he attempted to or mm -hmm. something. But that's all she's going with. Doesn't know where, when, why, who, what. I'm, I'm surprised she knows the who. How does she remember the who if she doesn't remember any of the other details? And um, her lawyer has said, because a bunch of classmates have come out and been like, well, we were there around such and such. We hung out in the same crowds that she said, or the, it's the people that she says were in the same group, like hanging out in the same crowds or should have been there. They're like, yeah, we don't remember that happened. And her lawyer's like, 
well, they wouldn't remember something so far away that had no meaning to them because nothing significant happened to them. But my client had this significant event happen, so she remembers it vividly. If but she doesn't like, remember it vividly. She, she, doesn't she doesn't remember most remember the vast majority of it. She doesn't remember. So yeah, your 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 statement falls flat on its face and defeats its own purpose. But uh, yeah, and if I don't know about you, but if I witnessed somebody who, against their will, was like, I don't know exactly what the allegations were, but was taken away, like even if like. If I had a really good friend and we were hanging out at a bar and uh, that friend was like, let's say a female friend, she was talking to a guy and he seemed like he had ill intentions or whatever, even if she agreed to it, I would remember like he convinced her to go back and do this. Like it doesn't seem like it's that it would be that hard to remember, even if there was no foul play, let alone if she said the next day, hey, which I would assume she would to at least her very close friends, even if she didn't report it, she would have said, hey, that didn't go so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that brings me to the one story I did have. Until he runs for, for an office. Yeah. Well, that, that's what um, I've heard several different uh, people talking about on podcasts and stuff. Is that um, Brett Kavanaugh was like he's been a high-profile justice or judge for a long right. time. He was on the um, the uh, I can't even think the. The group that was trying uh, Bill Clinton back in uh, for his uh, Monica Lewinsky blowjob, he was on that uh, committee or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. He was uh, one of Bush's top uh, justices. He wasn't a Supreme Court justice, but he was definitely um, involved in the Bush uh, administration. He's he's been a big player for a long time, for decades now. This and all of a sudden, this isn't the guy who has been working in a factory his whole life, and then when he finally decides to run, he becomes like a Supreme Court justice. And yeah, it's that's not what, like so he's been like, nobody. I got to stop him from doing the one and only thing he's done in his life. Um, it's yeah, it's not like he's shit. been a a nobody that, and all of a sudden he comes into the spotlight. And she's like, oh yeah, that's the guy. No, he's been around for a while now. He's a known. He was a known judge in the Clinton uh, trials, right. and. Now, all of a sudden, when this could actually sway votes or sway uh, laws that are formulated or... Or make you um, matter as a human. Yeah, that just kind of... <laughs> because if, if the Supreme Court goes leans more right than left, then more rulings are going to be made towards the right, obviously. And now, all of a sudden, because he has, or he has this potential to kind of make the Supreme Court lopsided, all of a sudden she comes out and um, makes these accusations. And it's just, there's there's no political motivation behind it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to the story I did have that Hold came on. out yesterday. Hold <clears throat> on. Before we jump into that, why don't we take a quick intermission like we're supposed to at 10? And uh, we'll jump back into it We've covered like two that. stories. Yeah, I know. It's because we like to talk. But uh, why don't you give a teaser of the next story. And also, before he gives the teaser, while he's giving it, if you want to call in before the break, you are welcome to do so at 309-716-3818. We've got quite a few people chiming in in the chat room, and it's really hard for me to focus on that while talking to Craig, so I haven't been reading, but you guys have a lot to say. Please share your sayings with us, be them relevant or not. Uh, but call in. 
uh, right now or get your phones ready to call in right after the intermission. But, Craig, give them a teaser before we jump into intermission and let them know what we're going to be talking about after. All right. The teaser is the top um, woman who advocates for uh, women who accuse sexual predators is uh, pushing for the investigation of Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, she's always been a supporter of, especially women who accuse top officials, top government officials. She's always backed them. Always. Tops, not bottoms. Hillary Clinton is asking <laughs> the FBI to investigate Brett Kavanaugh. Surprise, surprise. Um, oh, it's so laughable, but we'll wait. And we're getting a call. So, Craig's probably gone. Uh, caller, what's up? What's up? What's up? Who am I talking so, to? Yeah, yeah, you, can, okay. you can give a fake name. You, you, said it. You, you said it right. My name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But no, the, with, with, the, with the, the Kavanaugh bit, it's, it's Ben. But with the Kavanaugh bit, um, he did, there was another lady that accused him just, just recently. Um, Ramirez was her name. I can't post the link through YouTube because whatever. Yeah. But uh, if you look on the New Yorker, um, uh, they're the ones that ran the story. I think the story's from, if you go back two days ago or a day ago, it quotes it and like, you know, she's totally, she like didn't remember. So she wasn't comfortable accusing Kavanaugh, but then she went and talked to her for six days and memories became clear and she felt comfortable going forward with the accusation. And she was reminded just, of her like, memories. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. With all that, you know, yep. sit down, put you in a warm bath of water and uh, we'll talk about it. But you know, <laughs> just uh, more, more fodder, right? Yep. Anyway, uh, I wanted, and yes, you, you, you said my name correctly. All right, cool, man. <laughs> Don't mean to call anybody out, but uh, yeah. So, uh, any other yeah. thoughts that you want to share? Now, Carlo Rossi is your friend. Who? Carlo Rossi. I don't know who that is. It's a, it's, a, it's a wine night. It's a Monday night. I'm drinking some wine. It's, it's, it's all I'll good, talk man. To you later. It's all good, man. Thank you so much for calling in, Ben. I'll uh, talk to you later. Feel free to call in again later on tonight. Yeah, I found it. All right. Thank yeah, you, fellas. Have a good night. Yep, you too. All right. Let's see if I can get Craig back in here. Let's see if I can get Craig back in here. Craig? Craig? Craig, are you there? Yes. Yes. Hey, that was yeah. uh, that was Ben. 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 Ben, whose last name we apparently pronounced right, but he doesn't seem to want to share it on the air. Sorry, Ben. Pangy or Pangy? No. Pinky? No. Pinky. We're, we're past that. Stop it. Um. Okay. <laughs> no, he just called in Does to Does he say, realize his last name pops up on the, the feed, though? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> He didn't give it on the call, technically, but uh, if somebody wants to do some very minimal investigative research, they could pretty easily figure it out. But, um, yeah, Ben called in, and uh, he just said that uh, the, I believe, the friend that was, like, backing her up, uh, she didn't remember, and then she um, took, like, a couple-day recess, like six days, to gather her thoughts, and then suddenly she remembered everything after... You know, hmm. a little whining and dining and a little uh, refresher course on what her memories are. That Didn't it, uh, <laughs> didn't John McCain do that in the POW camp? <laughs> we talked about that. 
Oh, too soon, man. Too soon. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so are we going to break? Yeah, let's go to break. Before break, I want to announce our competition that we're going in with. Do it. We are we're doing a, a promo to get more of you fuckers to call in. Um, <laughs> in between now going, and next Monday. <clears throat> we're doing between now and Monday is that we're giving them a week? No, we're going to give them a couple weeks. But uh, right. it, they, for those listening on the podcast in the future, because that's where the vast majority of our listeners are, in the aftermath, um, you don't have to call into the show live like um, Mystery Caller just did, because uh, I know that might be a little stressful for some people. You don't have to do that. You don't even have to be ready for the live show. You can call in at any point in time in the week and leave us a friendly voicemail at 309-716-3818, and we're going to be doing a competition for the best voicemail left, and we have one that was submitted, which pertains to this last story and probably the next one but craig you want to give more details but they got they got to be they can't just be any voicemail it can't just be like hey it's me just calling in these got to be good we we got to get some primo uh content here and make it entertaining um, yeah because these will be aired i don't mm-hmm. want to make it more stressful for you but we will air these <laughs> and we will be voting on which we'll one is best if they're good if you call in and say hey this is john smith John Doe, uh, just calling in to say, hey, good job. We might, <laughs> we might, Eric. We're pretty desperate for content. But if it's less than that, if it's any less than that, no. Um, but we did so, have one person call in this uh, week, this day, since we just posted earlier today. But uh, you want to go ahead and listen to that or you want to listen to it after the break? I just wanted to announce that we will be giving away free stuff for the winner. We're going to give away. Um, one of the a copy of the mug that you currently drink out of, and we're going I to think we autograph give away it. the anti news mug. There's an anti news one now. Oh, okay then. There's an anti news mug. We will give away an autographed version of the anti news mug. It's true. So it might be worth something someday. We, we so didn't hold discuss, on to it. We didn't discuss autographing it, and also a quick uh, a quick wash. That we'll take was, that autograph right off. But that well, we're going to use Sharpie, and you should not put these through the dishwasher because it will be worth some, something yeah. someday. You shouldn't wash it at all. Period. We we'll use industrial but, Sharpie, like for shops. It'll, exactly. it'll last like th- maybe three to four washings in a dishwasher. <laughs> We did not discuss this because I literally just pulled that off the top of my head as I was saying it. So, well, that's cool. I, I could ship them straight from the manufacturing company to them, but now we have to ship them here, and you have to come from Cedar Rapids to here and sign it. That's fine. That's but, cool. Okay. All right. It's worth it. It's worth it. it up for, um, it's worth it for the content. It better be good content if you want the <laughs> autograph. How about that? That's right. That's right. Uh, so we do have one person, one whole person. Who has signed up so far? Let's wait. Let's do it after. Let's let's make right. that be another teaser. Uh, stick around to hear uh, what your first uh, message, voicemail message competition is. After have you the, listened to it yet? I have listened to it, and I have it queued okay. up and ready to go when we decide to do it. But uh, we're going to jump into intermission. If you do not have a drink, if you do not have a smoke, go get them. They are required for a viewing of this show. You've got about uh, seven and a half minutes, and we'll be back right after that. The show is DARE approved. Dare to keep kids on drugs. All right. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Ole Langwood from Light and Conspiracies, and you are watching Anti-News Live. Somebody used the N-word on this show? It is not okay. 
It is not okay, Charles Kaiser. I respect you. I enjoy having you on as a guest, but uh, not okay. By the way, I've never heard of this, so there's that. Take a break. It's intermission time. Time for refreshment. And now it's time for that part of the show where we give a big thank you and a shout out to all the beautiful men and women who support this show with their hard-earned and much appreciated dollars. We could not do this without you. If you would like to increase the value of your life and get your name on this list, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and join the Downers Club. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the West. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. So I'm, I've had enough of these people. Okay, so I've been containing this for the last week. That's why I've been in here sweating and getting pissed, because I can't handle it anymore. Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're watching Anti-News. Hey, this is Toby from Bad... Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're watching Anti-News. And... We're back, Craig. Did it take, was... did it take to Toby a couple tries? <laughs> yeah, and I used both of them, including the in-between parts. Oh, I like the I like the puppy. Yeah, it made it even funnier. Um, yeah, yeah. How how was your break, Craig? How'd it go? It's beautiful. It was beautiful. All right. I, I assume the rest of you who are watching this live, you got your phones ready to call in while we jump into call these next in. stories. Call. If not, look down at the bottom of the screen. It's 309-716-3818. I'm sure that's really annoying for people who listen to this in the future. They don't give a shit about who calls in. That's that's kind of rude, and I don't like your vulgarity that you use. I apologize. I um I am really think that we need to um discuss the level of swearing that we do on this on the show because right. my kids are right behind me listening right now are they they're sitting on the floor mm. they're they're actually their beds are just little mats on the floor <laughs> behind me Craig lives in a one room studio apartment and his kids so, are sleeping right behind him what you can see right now <laughs> is my home i mean i i have to ask if you're uh joking or not because kayla just texted me a little bit ago and she's like i just went into both kids' rooms, and I can hear you very clearly. So, uh, tone it down no. a bit. <laughs> no, my house is set up. It's a kind of a split foyer, is what they call it, but it it's got a basement with a garage in the basement, and the kids' room is far over the end of the garage. So there is so much dead space between. Now I'm on the opposite end in the basement, and they're in the upstairs over the garage. So yeah. there's enough enough space that you can't even hear. I could be screaming. I think I, I've played my electric guitar like serious levels and haven't woke them up in this room before. Yeah. Well, like I've said, and I don't know why this is not sunken in yet, but I've recorded vocals in this room screaming like at the top of my lungs as loud as any amp. And uh, 
got her sleeping uh, between here and there's just a like a fake wall between us but i go in and i'm like hey wake up just so you know i'm gonna be doing this okay and she doesn't remember any of it the next day nothing has ever woken her up so i don't know what the problem is that that fake wall literally is just the posters in the flag right there's not <laughs> yes. actually a wall behind there you just you just hung up a bunch of tape the posters together and drape them down and that's your fake wall pretty much and as you can see i i threw another poster on it this last week Pointing is hard when I'm reversed. Uh, I've got a solo poster back there. I was uh, going over. Uh, Nathan is moving out of his house, and um, he was like, if you see anything you want, let me know, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, I want that solo poster, because I went on opening night. You went the week after, and you got a free poster at the screening, so screw you, dude. And he was like, well, I don't have a place for it. I was like, well, it'll be on my wall in the studio behind me. Um, if you ever want it back, feel free to come and take it. You can look at it every time you watch <laughs> it'll be, the it, anti-news. It will undoubtedly be taken better care of where it is right now than going through a move and then getting stored away somewhere and forgotten about for the next 10 years. See, my opinion about helping somebody move, it's like being on an episode of American Pickers. You <laughs> should be able to negotiate a price of anything that you help move. Oh, it's true. Like, I helped Mandy's brother move this past weekend, and he has in his garage, for, you might not even know this, I collect old radios and stereos and stuff. I've got some, like, 70s, the yeah. full, like, speaker stereos with the, the, the receiver head and everything, and then I've got some of the small like mantle stereos on a shelf. He has these freaking you you're awesome. Not a How? What? He has the I never said that. <laughs> he I'm smoking a handmade pipe talking That's about true. my collection of old stereos <laughs> from tobacco that you grew in your closet. <laughs> that is not true. I haven't got that far yet. That is a dream of mine. But but you were um, talking about making your own vape juice last week, I think it was. That so. is true. Um, he has, he found, somebody gave the, him these old speaker. He doesn't have a stereo. He just mm -hmm. has these old 1970s, like four-way speakers. There's like probably six different or five different speakers. Cause it includes a sub in it. And these things weigh about 50 pounds each in good shape. There were, I looked on eBay, they sell for like $500. They're just sitting in his garage going to waste. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, I'll give you 20 bucks for those. He's like, no, cause you know, they're worth more than that. And I was like. I do, but you're not doing you're anything throw them with them. <laughs> so who cares? He's not. He's not. He's a pack rat. They will probably sit in his new garage right. and do exactly. He's like, I'm probably gonna put something on top of them, use them for end tables. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. And so I, so I just feel like you're going to like if you plan to sell them ever, you're going to think about it for the next ten years. You're gonna plan to sell them on eBay or something for way more money, but then you're never going to do that. Well, like, do you want twenty dollars now or a hundred dollars when you're dead? The thing is, the speakers are blown. Or one of the speakers is blown in it, and the wood's in rough condition, so he won't get a decent price out of them anyway. Yeah. But they will look really sweet with my stereo collection, and so I don't plan on selling them. I would just stick them in with the rest of my stereos. Right. But he is not keeping them. I'm just like, dude, we can come to a, a deal here. I know we can. Craig. Uh, they always do on American Pickers. Craig. They always come to a deal. This isn't a pre-show. We got to jump back into it. That's what we're here to do. What? This isn't a pre-show. We got to get back into it. And uh, we left him on cliffhangers. We got to at out. least give him the cliffhangers. Are you there? All right, let's go. All right. I'm so, there. So that's Craig's life. Um, somebody called in, like we said, uh, and left us a nice 
pretty voicemail. And if you're just tuning in, which I know sounds surprising, but there is one or two people that just tuned in since the intermission. So if you're just tuning in, we have a competition going on for the best voicemail call-in that is left that entertains us the most. It's a competition where Craig and I are the only two judges and, uh, you know, whatever we decide goes. But um, this is the first submission that was sent just today uh, by name TBA. Um, yes, hello. Um, I, uh, my name is Anonymous, and um, I would like to uh, register a complaint against the host of the System is Down podcast. I believe his name is Dan Smotz. And Nailed the it. complaint I would like to register is that 15 years ago, I uh, was in an art class with Dan. I, it might have been in 7th or 8th or ninth grade. I don't remember. Um, we were at a table, and uh, uh, there were other people there. Uh, I think three people. No, actually maybe four. No, six people. Six people there. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, one of their names uh, was NBC News anchor Brian Williams. He was definitely there. Um, but anyway, Dan uh, drew uh, a penis on my my paper, oh! and this um, so. uh, affected me uh, for years. And I know it was him. I, I don't think it could have been um, anyone else because you know no one wore. Uh, eyeliner at that point in our touch in our lives, uh, besides Dan. Um, so, uh, if you could air out this allegation, um, I, I would really appreciate it. Um, I don't think Dan should be considered for the Supreme Court. Thank you. All right. That's our first submission to the. Can we, are you, are you going to. Are you going to reveal who left these voicemails? Do you have any guess who that might I'm be? I'm going to say possibly John Schweppe. <laughs> 100% John Schweppe. Nice. Sorry, John. Uh, I told you. He, he messaged me after. He's like, yeah, I didn't leave a name. I did it anonymously. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's not going to stick. But uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I can see your number and I can see that you're uh, Facebooking me. But uh, um, I like it. I like it, John. Or <laughs> anonymous. Genonymous. Um, Trenton Campbell says, uh, can we fact check this guy? Yes, you absolutely can. And we're getting a call. So Craig, I'll see you in a second. We're talking to Andrew. How's it going, man? It's going. What's going on? Not much. Just, uh, just here chilling, watching Craig's frozen face. How are you doing? Um, doing great. No one can top John's, uh, John's voicemail. <laughs> Don't say that. We, we can't like call it a bust already i mean it was pretty good but we've got some creative I mean, people was, around here that that was that i'm i'm i just i'm thinking about it it's like damn that was good it was pretty good and uh john knows me he he does know we went to high school together we did sit in the same art class we i probably did draw a penis on his artwork who knows you probably did <laughs> i probably did um but hey, yeah word of the day yeah Ah, you said the word of the day. Um, <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything to weigh in on uh, the Kavanaugh or anything else to cover tonight? Um, it's bullshit. 
um, by legal standards, no, was, absolutely. Yeah. No, I was going to wait standards. until I was going to I was going to wait until the after party for my unofficial co-host spot, and we could awesome. talk more about it. Awesome. But either way, my vote is for John. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, stick around <laughs> and call in again right. on this episode if you want to, if we have time. Uh, but uh, we'll see you in the after party for sure. All right. Bye. Cool, man. See you. That was Andrew. And let me get Craig back in here. Um, Craig. Craig, Craig, Craig. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andrew Who? called in. He's talking about uh, that last call. He was trying to say that... Uh, you know, that anonymous individual, Janonymous, uh, nobody can top that. So might as well call it a bust good. right now. I, I believe people can top that. That was great. That was going to be a tough one, but that just means people need to step up their freaking game right. and make it's some better calls. Start. It's a good start. Including, including Andrew. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you out. <laughs> you need to... You need to step up your game and give us a good one. Which, uh, yeah, Andrew was talking about the after party. He's going to be there to co-host again. And if anybody else wants to Hell, co-host, yeah. y'all can do it. It's just, it's literally an after party that you all can be a part of. You're, it's not just a call in. It's a call and be a part of the entire conversation uh, as long as you want to. A situation. Get your ass in here. Yes. And to everybody else, call in now at 309-716-3818. Uh, if you want to be a part of the after party, go to TSIDpod. No. No, no, no. Patreon.com forward slash the system is down. But yeah, Andrew, um, to do better. You can do better than that. Anybody can do better than that. John huh. does have a bit of a leg up because he did know me in high school. We did have an art class together. We did sit at the same art table. And you did table. sexually assault him. There's a good chance I did draw a penis on his artwork. I, I can't <laughs> say for sure. Um, I Does he rem- – he did – he remembered more than she did though in the Kavanaugh allegations. <laughs> right. He actually he knew when and where. When he was like – probably 16 17 then she remembers when she was what like uh well, 18 probably or 19, the same though. age yeah yeah but still he knows more about when he was not assaulted than you know about when you were assaulted right um, and that that erases uh the lawyer's allegations that people who have no nothing significant happen wouldn't remember any of the details about it this very minutely significant would 2018 would consider a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. John remembered every detail about it, <laughs> down to well, he, he remember probably remembers which wearing, table he was sitting at. I, I remember which table we were sitting at. Um, but he remembered that I wore eyeliner back in the day, which I did, and I don't mind saying because screw you guys. You but wore it uh, to school, I didn't wear it to school, so some of his facts could come into question here. Oh, that's a uh, might not hold up in court. That phone because call because I do, might not hold I up. do know because you had Lacroix for principal, right? I did for LaCroix? one year because Lacroix. The Nazi LaCroix, um, she had a very strict no guideliner policy because we did have one specific goth in our, our, a couple grades older than me, who wore like trench coats and wore eyeliner and stuff like that. He was specifically mandated not to wear makeup. And this was post, very post um, Columbine. nonsense? Well, this was very, this was post uh, Columbine. So anything you wore that could possibly, um, make you look coat. like a possible um, trench coat mafia member. They uh, forbid forbade right. that. So some things so, were worse back then. 
But nobody was outraged when a kid at a public school, a boy, was not allowed to wear eyeliner. Now, that kid could, and I'd say should, be allowed to wear eyeliner, lipstick, all the things that are normal for girls. They should be allowed to wear a dress, whatever. They can deal with the getting beat up on their own. But uh, different mm-hmm. time, different time for sure. But yeah. 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 Getting back into it? Yeah, uh, real quick. Trenton says, I want to see the artwork a- ASAP. Um, of course he does. That's on Janonymous to present the artwork as evidence A right. that the right. act was even done. Even if Legally, he remembers whether or not I was wearing eyeliner, if he can't present the artwork, he's got no case. Legally, it is his obligation to um, prove the claims that he is um, accusing you of. <laughs> Yeah, and the real story um, from from my perspective was we were in a class where we were studying human anatomy, and he couldn't remember <laughs> how to draw a penis, so I assisted him. What was the word? What was that word again? <laughs> ah, period. Um, he could not remember <laughs> how to draw the veins just right or uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, mushroom-tip head. Um, and so <laughs> I was only assisting him. And he, he was like, this dude just drew a penis on my artwork. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you asked me to do. But anyway. Uh, he was asking for it is what you sa- you're saying. <laughs> he was dressed for the occasion. No, um, <laughs> let's get back into the news. We have very little time before, before we have to jump over to anti-news. And again, uh, Al- uh, Andrew is going to be there. So you can be there as well and be a part of the show by going to patreon.com forward slash systems down. Craig, continue this story, please. With no more ado, I give you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the warrior of the women's womb. Hillary Clinton appears on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert to ask FBI to investigate David Kavanaugh. In a uh, 15-minute interview where she coughed for the first 10 and got in (laughs) 5 to 10 words, which were Kavanaugh... uh, uh, democracy, women's rights. Is that before she hacked up a slug into her water cup? Immediately after, yeah. As the nation continues to focus on contentious process to confirm Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court amid accusations of sexual assault, Hillary Clinton appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and called on the FBI to investigate the situation. Clinton appeared on Colbert's program Friday to promote the paperback version of her book. Not the hardback. She's promoting the paperback version. <laughs> you don't want to spend too much on it. That's like, that's those are filler words when they don't have a long enough article. <laughs> guessing. Just going out on a limb here and guessing. She doesn't have a hardback version. Just a guess. So, so she was promoting this book and she, uh, called What Happened When the Host Grilled Her on Her Thoughts with Regard to Kavanaugh Hearings. As previously reported, I'm not even going to get into that because we already previously reported it. Um, Kavanaugh opened his discussion with former 2016 Democratic candidate for president by asking how she weighed the Kavanaugh controversy against the nomination of Merrick Garland, President Obama's Supreme Court pick in 2016, who never received a vote in the GOP-controlled Senate. That was – okay, really quick, that that got kind of squashed because that nomination – like months before a new president was coming in and they the senate thought that he should be able to the new president should be appointing the new supreme court justice not one who has one month left of duty which i don't necessarily agree with if that's the rule then that's the rule right let him do what he wants 
but it, it sucks, in hindsight, but that's what it is, and it's a, it's a stupid rule. But if it's the rule, then let it be the rule. But in hindsight, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure the Democrats did the exact same thing when Bush was about to leave office and Obama was about to take over. So it's kind of a precedent that had been set. So they it just went goes with to show that we need term limits because these people are dropping like flies now. Which right. means they were all appointed pretty close to each other. So here's Hillary Clinton's statement. She says, it's one of the reasons that I think a lot of Americans are just fed up with the whole political process. Because in a democracy, I love when she uses the word democracy. In a democracy, you have to have at least enough trust to be able to work with each other to solve difficult problems. Explain the word democracy. Define the word democracy to Bernie Sanders and then get back to me. Um, uh, he she doesn't goes on have to say, say. He's just there when they need Well, I'm him. just saying. She's she's promoting democracy and and um, all our democratic rights, but yeah. she single handedly stole an election from Bernie Sanders democratically, obviously. Right. Um, she goes on to say when the Republicans refuse to give a distinguished judge appointed by President Obama, even the courtesy of meetings, let alone a hearing that sent a terrible message. Now, what they've done in this case is to hold back information. They have not provided all the information, which was always made available for other nominees. And they're trying to rush through this through to to the detriment of the American public who deserve to have answers to whatever charges might be precedented. Um, she goes on to say, I'm hoping that at some point there will be an agreement to have an investigation. It would be very easy for the invest. It would be very easy for the FBI to go back and finish the background investigation to investigate these charges. And, you know, maybe find out there's nothing to them, maybe find out there's something to them, but at least have that investigation completed. I think that's a Every fair woman request. deserves to be heard, right, Hillary? I, that's exactly. Can I we think ring up uh, Juanita Broderick in this conversation? I know. I was going to get there. <laughs> I think that's a fair request for due process to be asked for. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean— who who there was there was a person uh, I can't remember her name who single-handedly bashed every woman who brought up worse allegations against Bill Clinton former president former governor Bill Clinton um of rape charges of uh sexual assault and stuff like that there was one woman that always like bashed on these women who that rings I mean, a I bell wish, I wish there was a person like Hillary Clinton back then who right. would support those women <laughs> and demand justice to be had and for these investigations to be um, processed through because that's a fair request for due process to be asked for. Wasn't that Hillary Clinton? Wait. I think it was Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Mm. That adds mm. a new layer of complexity to the story. I smell <laughs> – I smell some hypocrisy. Do you smell that? Smells. Do. Let me smell over here to the left. Yeah. Yeah, it does smell like hypocrisy to me. Have an investigation. It won't take that long, she concluded. Let the investigation go forward. Present it and then go from there. What is there to investigate? Because the woman doesn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And the, her friends around her don't remember anything about it what do you investigate right like what what evidence do you like comb through she keeps saying oh there's all this this um information that they're not make, making public uh, what maybe maybe they're not letting us know all the facts but 
the media from what they're releasing, there is nothing out there to investigate, especially not at the um, level of a criminal in FBI investigation. Yeah. And we've got somebody, I, I think, new chiming in tonight who I've not seen in the chats before, but uh, Julia Perlingos. Sorry. You're terrible. Sorry. Not good with names and, you know, a couple drinks in, but uh, Julia Perlingos says, uh, don't get on Hillary's bad side. Mm. Um, yes. Thank you. Thank you for chiming in because uh, we know we, we've been following we've been following the Clinton. We've uh, been watching story. our backs for a couple about two years now. Or I've a year and introed a half at least an episode or two saying, uh, you know, just so you guys know. I don't ha- I'm not I don't have any suicidal thoughts. I'm perfectly happy in my life. Let's continue. But uh Julia, thank you so much for chiming in and feel free to call in at the number at the bottom of the screen over there. Um and uh, I I feel like we've talked about so many stories tonight that have to do with sex, but we've not said the word of the day nearly enough. Penis. So, how does that tie into the story, Craig? Um, well, Hillary Clinton is saying that we should, um, look at the evidence. We should comb over the physical details. We should study Brett Kavanaugh's penis. (laughs) Comb through the evidence. (laughs) Comb through the evidence. (laughs) The hard, hard evidence. Oh, gosh. We're we're bad. We're, we are bad. They're making a hard um, case against Kavanaugh. They are. I mean, but can you imagine? I mean, if this doesn't go through, well, all the details she have are super limp, though. <laughs> like <laughs> very flaccid details, in my opinion. Um, it's really flimsy case she has going on yeah, here. Uh, not very rousing, in my opinion, but. Um, but we should really plow through this this case here. <laughs> yes, we should. We should. Um, we should. Uh, that. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> I mean, to to appoint Kavanaugh at this point would be a blatant assault on our rights. I mean, hashtag me too. I agree. Um me too agrees with what you're saying that uh, certain things were touched on that shouldn't have been in what let's Hillary get a, was saying. Let's get a couple more stories in besides Brett Kavanaugh because I didn't intend to spend the whole let's episode talking about Let's get one Brett more Kavanaugh. story in because we were supposed to go six minutes ago. So we're going to give guys a little bit of bonus. And I've got the perfect story. One, let's do it. One that will really justify the word of the day. Um Batman Batman goes totally naked in DC's mature comic line. Did you hear about this? No. No? DC has a mature comic line, first of all. Apparently they do. I think it's like, I mean, it's not like triple X DC, but uh, it's like adult comics where whatever, like they use profanity and there could be some nudity if it comes up. I mean, it's not just like. I mean, I mean, how do you, how do you. Have a, a story, an action story, without including some real-life crud, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but Spags says hung jury in the comments. 
Anyway, jumping into this, this is the last one of the night for the uh, the main episode. If you want to be a part of the after party, which is where you can be a part of the entire call, or you can just view it on your own and you won't be able to view it otherwise, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Uh, jump in there while we finish this last story and uh, you'll be squared up and ready to go. It's already posted live, so you'll be able to click on it and join us right after we get off here. But uh, jumping into <laughs> uh, the bat penis, um, Batman goes totally naked in DC's mature comic line is the headline. This is coming from Screen Rant, so you know it's legit. Batman's newest comic has proven how mature. Hold on, let me let me pull up a screen share because I never use that button. Uh, okay, here we go. Batman's newest comic has proven how mature it's going to be in just the first issue with full frontal Bruce Wayne nudity. It's an incredible start to Batman Damned. Damned's dark supernatural story. That That's the title is Batman Damned. Uh, just got to make that title edgy too. But make no mistake, it's Batman's fully exposed sidekick <laughs> that is going to have more than just the comic industry talking the buzz has been building ever since dc comics announced B, uh, dc black label uh an uh initiative to unite the best writers and artists without limits boundaries or censorship uh, yeah, that's great cool whatever um just break all the walls down but realize what culture you're doing that in uh and with batman damned dc has uh definitely delivered the story is only just beginning but no matter how good it gets it's already immortalized as the as quote the comic that revealed batman's penis ah you said it <laughs> the word of the day Yay! <laughs> trent campbell says uh they already censored his dong on the digital versions and in the reprintings damn it oh man we missed the, the initial dong but, but can uh, you imagine how much that one will be worth because it's right. probably a limited limited right. printing of it. Well, yes, and continuing on, continuing on, uh, the promise of Black Label was instantly obvious. Obvious, but excitement swelled further. <laughs> swelled further <laughs> with word that good choice of words. <laughs> with word that Batman damned would launch the new imprint, uh, reuniting the team of Brain Azarello. And Lee Bermejo, Damned, was confirmed to be the spiritual sequel to their mature, disturbing, and acclaimed Joker graphic novel published in 2008. Even then, the comic's mature content and story stopped at nudity. So, they've done this before. They've gotten edgy before, but not nudity. Uh, what this story does not cover, in this article at least, is... And I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but they've taken it back. It's been censored now. Um, I've seen the pictures. Uh, I should show the pictures here. Hold on. Let me go jump back to screen share to make sure hey, this I, doesn't you do exist that on YouTube. On yeah. Here? here we go. Okay. So here is what we're talking about and the word of the day. Um, here's a buttocks. Here is a nice outline in the shadows. Um, I think that's it for this. Uh, so there's basically like two, maybe three pictures where it's like in the shadow, but you can kind of see the outline of his very circumcised penis. Um, so is, um, we've, is it, we've only revealed in all of this that Batman is Jewish. Is, um, okay. I'm just now 
seeing I had to pull up the actual live feed so I could see it myself. Yeah. Um, because I can't see what you're sharing. But wow, I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, my question was gonna say, is it um erect or flaccid? And it seems to be a it's uh, definitely flaccid. A semi flaccid state? I mean, depending on what you're working with. It's hard right. to say. It's right. hard to say. And well, I mean, the real story is it's the very basic outline in the shadows, and you can see it, mm-hmm. and that's a little weird that it's Batman. If it was somebody else, it would not be weird, but seeing Batman yeah. in that form is a little strange, uh, but uh, apparently the the end of the story, which wasn't in this article, is that they just like filled it in with more shadows. I mean, it, it's just as easy. It's easier to take it out than it was to put it in, so they took almost, it out. It almost looks like, because... From what I can see there, I haven't obviously read the comic, but from what I can see there, it's such an unusual addition to that part, like an unneeded section. It's almost like when people take and edit a picture for adult use, mm-hmm. like take something and like add add a penis to it or like add a nude ads. fake or something. Right, right. That's what it seems like there, but apparently it's legit. And like I said, besides sh- other than shock value. What that, was the point it. there? That that's it and only it. the The fact that they can take it out in within like a week of the outrage, just like gone right. so easy, means that it didn't have to be there. I don't give a shit if it's there, but that's the definition of gratuitous nudity, right there. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I I don't really care, and I think that people. I don't even know which which tribe was outraged about this or who gave a crap because it's like a comic that that is for adults that has adult content in it who gives a shit right i mean some things should be left to the imagination though like i've never sat back and wondered what batman's penis looked like yeah and it's a little weird but, that like batman came out like 50 to 60 years ago and just now we're like yeah that's necessary we've gone all this time without it but this is what the people have been asking for let's throw that in there it's a little strange well back in the day like Second, I would say probably second generation comics, things started getting really dark and very um, graphic. I don't know if there's the nudity or not, but um, there was a lot of like sexualization of the comics and um, it was getting humans. No, it was was just getting borderline raunchy. And they actually came out with like comic rules, like (laughs) like standards to live by that um, like the mainstream comics had to. Live by. I, I don't know the exact details. I'm not a comic junkie or anything, but I did read that at one point. They they did have to come out with rules that hey, you got to clean this up a bit because this is getting out of hand. But right. apparently, we're going back to those days, I guess. Yeah, um, and yeah, I I mean, my final say on this is they totally did it just because it would have this reaction. They probably had the edited version already ready to go, but they knew that this would get a whole bunch of noise. Just like Eminem and MGK, uh, they knew that this would blow it up, and now we have probably, you know, I don't know, 50,000 comic books in circulation that have Batman's penis that are worth $100,000 five years Mm -hmm. from now. It's like the people that are holding on to that Little Mermaid case that has the the penis built into the castle, and they're thinking it's worth something someday. It's it's not worth At least this one is open and honest with what it's doing it's showing yeah, a penis it actually is a penis saying it's a penis saying it's an adult content thing little mermaid that's a different story that's a, a disney talk that's pretty dark that's pretty twisted yeah so anyway 
I think that's going to have to be where we wrap this main episode. Craig, any final thoughts on... We need to extend this out to like four hours. We pretty much always do, but I'm trying to keep it a little bit leaner because i got to go to bed at some point. Oh, well, i got schoolwork to do too, but still, yeah. I'd rather be doing this. I would rather be doing this than most things in life, but that does mean that I can. Um, so to those of you tuning in, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us in looking at Batman's uh, member. And uh, <laughs> for members viewing only. Yeah, just, just as a little reminder, uh, call in, leave us a voicemail because we're doing a voicemail contest. We're going to give away apparently an autographed copy of the Anti News Live mug that is available in the System is Down merch store at tsidpod.com forward slash shop. You can get it not signed there, or you can stick around and leave a voicemail and win it. Uh, so please, within the next week, call in, leave us a happy voicemail at 309-716-3818. And um, we are going to jump over into the after party now. Craig just commented and said, there's a reason why Robin is called Boy Wonder. Cute, That's because shock, Troop, shock Troop's last comment was, Robin never had to wonder what it looked like. <laughs> Boy wonder. Curiosity killed the Robin? That'd be Catwoman. Catwoman. Anyway, um, <laughs> whatever. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Craig, this any final thoughts? This is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. A a any real final thoughts? Oh, I, I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, definitely get on, leave your voicemail, because that mug is going to be worth as much autographed as the copy of Batman's member will be worth someday. So Easily. let's step up your game. Let's might, get on here, people. I might even draw on it a picture of a penis uh, because John, or I mean, Janonymous right now is in the winning. <laughs> so I, if, if it's him who wins, I will absolutely do if that. If he wins, we are definitely yes. drawing a very detailed <laughs> Batman's member. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to be a part of the after party, it's even more fun. And uh, what's the, what was the word from the first story? Um, I'm going to say shenanigan. Shenanigans and uh, brouhaha. <laughs> Way more brouhaha in the after party, which you can join. Are you listening? Because this is happening right now. This isn't in like a day or two. This is happening right now. We're going to jump out of here right over into the after party where you can be a part of the whole conversation. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The link is already posted in there. So go sign up for that and join the conversation. But if not, until next Monday morning and evening, ladies and gentlemen and downers and Zs and Zers and everything in between, uh, Zoltan's robots and um, transhumanists and I, I don't know cyborgs. who I'm missing. Yeah, same cyborgs. thing, but um, toasters and inanimate objects alike. Please question everything. Everything and, and stay, stay uncomfortable. Comfortable. Comfortable. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.